Welcome to this edition of the IWI's CFITrainer.net podcast. Today we take a closer look at the international activities of the IAAI. Joining us is George Cotting, who took a trip this past fall with past President Rodney Pevito to Saipan to provide some training. Welcome to the podcast, George. Thank you for having me. I'm glad you're here. I uh, would love it if you could tell us a little bit about your trip. And then I've got some questions uh, for you about the international activities of the IWI. Well, tell us about the trip. Well, last October, uh, past President Pevito and I had the privilege of presenting the IWI's Fire Investigation Fundamentals course, which is a 40-hour course that has been recently developed. We presented it in Saipan, which is in the Northern Mariana Islands. The training was for the inspectors uh, there at the Northern Marianas Fire Department. We really enjoyed our time there. We uh, presented, actually, the 40-hour course plus a little bit more. And what we had done is simply gotten into discussions with the department about what they wanted to have in the way of their training. And then we were able to develop a course uh, along with the 40-hour fundamentals that suited their needs. We really enjoyed meeting the folks there. I think our, our presentation was really well received there. It was just a great experience overall. So what's unique about Saipan? It's a commonwealth. So it's associated with the United States, but it's also its own independent country. It's in the South Pacific, so it has a lot of history from World War II because of its proximity to Japan. There were quite a lot of uh, battles that occurred there and near there at the end of World War II. So it was interesting from a tourist perspective for us as well. What was uh, their reason for calling us in to assist them and for you and Rodney to go? I guess I would be uh, just assuming that they wanted to hear what the international had to teach in the way of the best practices, the methodology that's being used, NFPA 921 and 1033 systems, to make sure that they had a good foundation and a good baseline for fire investigations and to see what their investigation techniques are like and how they compare to those of the NFPA system. So tell me, what are some of the other IWI international activities that are going on, George? Well, as you know, the international has 74 chapters throughout the world. We have members in North America, Central, South America, Western Europe, Eastern Europe, Asia, Africa, Australia, the Middle East, and members can join our organization from anywhere in the world. We have uh, many chapters in many countries, but even if you're not in a country that has a chapter, you can certainly join the international and benefit from it. You know, we have a, a worldwide audience on CFITrainer.net, which has tens of thousands of registered users around the world and really serves as a model for fire investigation training for many, many people. And then we offer our training programs outside the U.S. to various agencies or departments or other organizations, public and private. So that's part of why we ended up going to Saipan last year. This is one of the many inquiries that we've had regarding training outside of the United States. So what types of requests do you get from other countries, and what's the process for IWI to respond? Well, like I said, we get requests for training from outside the U.S. on a fairly regular basis. They're handled very much like any other requests. Our training department will respond to the agency or the organization that's making the request to try to determine their needs and try to tailor a program or a presentation that's going to fit their needs. We can put on a program with open registration, like the programs you see on our website, where people can just sign up, or we can bring the program straight to the agency or organization without opening it up to everyone. And that's actually what we did in Saipan. We brought the, the training right into the fire department, so it wasn't a publicly advertised training. Of course, if the, training, if the request rather is in an area that has a chapter already, we'll try to coordinate with the chapter as necessary to make sure that they're involved in the setting up of uh, whatever we're doing. We've seen actually quite a lot of interest in the fundamentals course already. We've already presented it several times outside the United States. I do expect that we'll be doing that again in the very near future. You know, I just, just to throw things off again, is, has there been interest um, in the FIT program? Oh, certainly. There's been a lot of interest expressed in, in the FIT designation 
as well as in the trainings. I think that a lot of places are, are really looking for, you know, a premier designation or certification that they can have their fire investigators attain and then be able to say they have a designation or a certification by an internationally known organization. And so it kind of provides a baseline. Yeah, I'm hearing a lot of people, a lot of interest, it sounds like, uh, is growing in the FIT or, or as it's known, the FIT program for the designation, as you said. And you know, we see folks doing some of the programs here on CFI Trainer for refreshing or, or updating what they're doing for their CFIs. I know you've been involved with developing training and people should be grateful for the work that you do in the past for ATCs and in the future for the ITC and the training and education, because I'm not sure that many people are aware of how much work you do. When you're dealing with this and you step outside of the United States, there's got to be some issues. Can you talk a little bit about that when it comes to, for instance, the legal differences or training and certification? You know, the course content, as I think you alluded to, that can be an issue. You know, fire dynamics and fire behavior and that sort of thing are the same anywhere, of course. But there are differences in training topics between the United States and other countries. The international's courses are designed to conform to the dominant documents in the U.S., including NFP 921 and 1033. And those documents generally discuss, for example, building and electrical systems that are prevalent in the United States. So when we're presenting courses outside the United States, we do need to look at those areas and make sure that we're offering material that's appropriate for the audiences that are involved. Try to include materials that are relevant to the local area, or at least distill the important concepts and make sure that they're understood without having necessarily to dwell on details that actually don't apply in the local jurisdiction. Uh, as I said before, you know, anytime we get a request like this, we want to put a lot of time and thought into making sure that what we're offering and what we're presenting is going to be appropriate for the audience that we're presenting to. So the 40-hour fundamentals course is a fully developed course with presentations and, and all that all, all developed and ready to go. But that doesn't mean that we're going to roll it out without having regard for what are the needs of the audience that are going to be uh, hearing the course. As I mentioned before, we want to be cognizant to what's relevant um, in the way of certification or in the way of preparation in the host country. At the same time, we want to make sure that people understand that the IAAI CFI and the IAAI FIT are very important and relevant certification and designation and make sure that they're aware of those and that their people are working toward those designations because they're fairly important in the field pretty much anywhere now. What advantages to these international activities give all of the IAAI's members? My philosophy has been that you, we have a lot to learn from each other. This organization is the premier fire investigator organization worldwide. And as such, I think we need to strive to learn as much as possible about what the professionals are doing everywhere so we can continue refining our understanding of the science as well as the best practices that we recommend and that we follow. Like I said, we have a lot to learn from each other and not just a lot to teach somebody else. And so I think that, that we all benefit, not only the, this organization, and the folks who we might go and visit and, and present our uh, methodology and our teachings to. But I think we benefit from those folks as well, and I think we benefit from professionals who do this in any part of the world. I think our, our, our membership benefits from that as well. I, I saw that a lot when I was in London and seeing a lot of the folks from other countries presenting to us. Absolutely. It was so good just to, just to hear what's going on. Right, and I certainly also believe that there's plenty to be learned from other people, other professionals, and exactly as you said, having people presenting to us, showing us what their unique issues are and their unique circumstances, 
and some of the things they, they do about it are, are things that we can always learn from. It's great to see. It's great to see this communication going on between the countries. I mean, you alluded to it earlier that we've got a lot of folks from a lot of different countries. I think at CFI Trainer now, we're over 150 countries. That's great. And, and it's so wonderful to see. And, and those lead into a lot of the social networks. And I'm seeing those types of communication go on. And, and I know you are, too, on a daily basis. Hey, what are you doing about this? And so not only logging in to CFI Trainer or going to Fire Arson, but also looking at the LinkedIn groups that are being developed out there. Oh, good. Well, and our goals are generally and essentially the same, the protection of people and their property from the disaster that, that is fire, whether it be the arson-type fire or whether it be natural or accidental fire causes, to protect whoever the people are from fire and to learn more about fire causation so fires can be prevented. That's why we share information. That's why we talk to each other, and, and that's a goal that all of us have. Well said. If someone outside the United States has a need or request that the IWI may be able to help with, how would you want them to contact the IWI to explore possibilities? Well, I guess I would suggest because the internet is so pervasive, anybody who's even outside the United States who might have an interest in the training being offered by the international, I would suggest that they contact us through the website. As you know, the website's address is www.firearson.com. When you go there, there's a tab on that front page called About IAAI, and that tab leads you to a contact page. There's a general email address. Send a message to that main email address, and it will be routed to the proper department. So if it's about training, somebody from the training department will contact you back and discuss what your needs might be and what we might have to offer, what can be arranged to be able to meet those needs. Obviously, if there's a chapter in your area or in your country, you can contact them as well. They can let you know what's going on in your area and what's being offered. And they can certainly connect you with the international to be able to arrange those training opportunities or just to have a dialogue or a discussion as to what might be available. Excellent. Thanks very much for being with us, George. My pleasure. Thank you. Now here's the latest in IWI news. The IWI and CFITrainer.net, their team, will be attending and exhibiting at the 2013 Arson and Fire Investigation Seminar sponsored by the Insurance Committee on Arson Control, or some of you know it as ICAC. It's going to be in Destin, Florida from February 24th through the 27th. The ICAC is a longtime supporter of the CFITrainer.net project, and the seminar focuses on fire and arson investigation techniques, procedures, and resources. It's designed for claims, SIU personnel, defense attorneys, independent adjusters, and fire investigators. Please stop by at the IWI booth for information on IWI and let us know about your CFITrainer.net experience. We're hoping you'll register for the ICAC event. We'll see you there. IWI's 2013 International Training Conference is in Orlando this May. It's just around the corner, folks. You better make your plans. Uh, IWI's issued a call for poster exhibits that advance scientific understanding and present or advance new ideas in fire investigation and related research. The poster session will be Monday, May 6th, and it's designed to foster a collegial environment where authors and attendees can discuss research interests and make or renew relationships for collaboration. It's a great opportunity for researchers and authors to exhibit and discuss their recent work or work in progress. They can get some feedback and make new contacts as well. The deadline to submit a poster abstract for consideration is March 4th. Accepted posters will receive a conference seminar fee discount. For more information, Read the full announcement at the link on this podcast page or go to firearson.com. 
That concludes this podcast. Stay safe, and we'll see you next time on CFITrainer.net. For the IWI and CFI Trainer, I'm Rod Ammond.